0: Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Matt Swigger here. Um, haven't talked to you guys in a while. And, and I still suck at this, so let's give me a break here. But anyways, uh, this episode is about uh, being in Mexico. I uh, played Carmen for a week. I have nothing really bad to say about mexico other than i got robbed yeah so um me and my buddy decided to go on a trip he visited me here in halifax um for years and he stayed at a hostel just around the corner and um we're just like you know what let's go on a trip together let's go somewhere warm because it's fucking cold here in canada <clears throat> Let's take a little break from that. So we decided uh Mexico. Uh, those are some of the cheaper rates. Um there are cheaper, but Mexico has better food and you know despite the, the shootings on the beach, we felt like we'd be fine. Um so we were just basically deciding where to go for the last you know prior to going we were deciding for like i don't know weeks maybe a month where to actually go we finally found a spot and it was the uh more expensive it was, it's a 5 star resort it's called uh, the The Rio Palace Riviera Maya and i have nothing to you know bad to say about that place but the place is great um It is one of the more expensive places, though, so for younger people, um, they tend to stick to the cheaper places, which are just pretty much down the street from uh, the Ryu, Um, and there's just younger people and, you know, whatever, so we we check those places out, too, but, um, yeah, we stayed here, and the first two days were just fucking, just amazing, like, you know, just all-inclusive, obviously, and, uh, just being on the beach, um, like, meeting girls, you know, um, just having free drinks, you know, you tip, but basically free drinks, free food, uh, Mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner all free, and it's delicious nothing to complain about about the resort you know they treat like royalty um mostly speak english um some of them struggle a little bit which is kind of weird because 99 percent of the people that go to the resorts uh speak english so like come on get some better english speaking people that work there it's kind of weird like i was talking to a couple different uh workers there and they just. No hablo angli You know he's, You know Sp- Español only Whatever the word For only is In Spanish Um But yeah So the first two days Were great <clears throat> You know uh, I'm still Pretty white right now I don't Tan Easily But also Like I got a few more Freckles Which is kind of weird Kind of scary But weird Um but yeah, I was just wearing that sunblock, you know I didn't want to burn up So I played a smart Got a little bit of sun on my face And my, my body is like, you know, it'll blind you probably um, First two days were great And then we went to uh, the Coco Bongo So we got these tickets off this guy uh, at the resort Who sells uh, Coco Bongo tickets That's his main job And we went on a Wednesday night. That was February 27th. Um, And that was... Well, he called it uh, ladies' night or whatever. But what it really was was... uh, uh, What was it? It was... um, uh, It was like big event. So uh, it was like character night or like uh, big movie event night. So like... All these shows were based off of movies. So there's this Batman and Bane like fighting sequence which was like the coolest of all time. And uh there's a bunch of other shit. And obviously a lot of hot girls and they're, you know, coming down in their um little friggin I don't know. They're I don't know, they're coming down from the roof, the rafters anyways, and they're uh they're just so good looking and um there's a lot of people there and we are all having a great time it was so much fun there was a few Coco Bongos I think uh, that's one of the main ones and play at all Carmen uh, there's a couple others too but uh, <clears throat> yeah Wednesday night and uh, you know it's an all inclusive resort so I'm for the first two days I'm friggin hammered already like for the first two days day drinking, night drinking, doesn't matter uh, my buddy was a little different. He only night drank, which is commendable. But I, I just, you know, I can't do that. And, you know, when it's free, I'm taking it. So we went to the Coco Bongo. Had a great time. Uh, <laughs> I was up top on like the balcony, and I saw my buddy Dan. He uh, he was dancing on stage, which is pretty funny. He was just on a stage with a bunch of people, um, some people that worked there, and some people that just jumped up to, you know, whatever, dance around or whatever. So he was up there, just having a great time, and then he decided to do a 360 jump off of this probably five foot high, uh, stage. He ended up, uh, fracturing his ankle. So that sucked, um... I saw that happen too, and it was really, <laughs> fucking, really funny when I saw it. I felt bad for him afterwards. I didn't realize how, you know, I didn't realize he broke his fucking foot. But uh, I, I couldn't, so I was up, I was up top, and he was down, down below, and uh, they rushed him out to whatever. And we were all part of a tour, so we all came together with that coco bongo guy i I mentioned earlier he was there um but at the end of the night you know i was just fucking hammered and i couldn't find anyone so i thought they left maybe they hadn't left already but i thought they left because maybe my buddy you know his foot and whatever so i couldn't find anyone so i walked outside And there's essentially two different taxi cars in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. They're both Nissans. There's a a newer Nissan. um, Oh, Tinder. New match. Uh, Anyways, uh, there's a new Nissan uh, Versa, you know, whatever. And this Nissan uh, Suru or something. So they're like basically the only cabs that are there the taxis so i, I walked up front and there's a bunch of those two different types of cars all white you know have the decals on them decals you know the, the stickers whatever <clears throat> and this guy was like oh you need taxi and i was like yeah you know this sucks i know this is dangerous um but yeah i do need a taxi i need to get back to my resort so the guy led me into the car and, um, he's really nice, I was like, oh, cool, and he even had, like, a debit swipey machine, so I was like, oh, okay, this this is a real taxi, cool, maybe up to five minutes, maybe three to five minutes later, he just stopped on the side of the road, and I started getting a little nervous, I was like, what's going on, then all of a sudden, at a fucking I don't know, I'd say a 200 pounder man uh, forearm across my neck. Doing a proper choke, too, by the way. It was no bullshit choke. It was like a proper jiu-jitsu choke. So he, you know, he held his muscle and took his left arm and put it behind my head, and it was a proper choke. And um, I was fighting it, and I got my chin under there. Um, he started whacking me, and And by the way, so when I got into this cab, I did not see anyone in the back seat. This guy just lured me into the front seat. I saw a lot of people doing that. I thought front seats were normal. So I got in the front seat. I didn't notice anyone. He must have been hiding really well because he he must have been a bigger dude. He had big forearms, you know, twice as big as mine. I wouldn't say, judging by his arm length, uh, he probably wasn't much taller than me, but he was just a big, strong dude. And anyway, so I got in the front seat and we're driving and pulled over. And so he started choking me, and um, I just, you know, trying to fight that off. And then he started whacking me in the ears only, like a little bit on the forehead. He knocked my glasses off. You know, they're in the car now. They're broken. Whatever. The, the glasses cut my my nose. And he was just whacking me in the ears, and I'm still like. I was probably about 30 to 35% deaf after after that night. And I'm still like, I still have another 15% to go, I'd say. Um, so he's, you know, hitting me and choking me. And um, now here's, here's my fault. I went out in a dangerous city with a fucking wallet on me, with everything on me. And I've been to almost 20 different countries, and I've never done that. I only only take whatever currency they have to offer, and depending on the country, I'll take an ID. I this is the difference. This is my first all-inclusive resort experience, and I never used to want to do one. Because I'm an explorer And I, I appreciate the beach life And like you know Chilling out and drinking But I just it Never really appealed to me But I decided to go And I, I just got blastered every day And uh, I just forgot my wallet So I, I, uh, I walk around in these cargo shorts So I put my personal belongings That mean something to me In these cargo pockets Which can button up so Inside of my wallet in there and I just totally forgot it was there. So we went to the Cogobongo. Lost everyone. And then afterwards I got in this fake taxi. These fucking assholes. And I'm not saying all Mexicans are assholes. I'm not fucking Donald Trump here. There's so many amazing Mexicans. But um. These guys were dicks. You know. They could have been any race. You know, I'm not fucking racist. Like, I've met plenty of white dickheads. And... But I just hopped into the wrong car, man, and, um, you know, I paid for it. They, um, choked me out a little bit, or they're trying to choke me out, the guy in the back. And then he was hitting me, and, you know, I was trying to cover up, but he said, if you keep covering up, I'll hurt you more. And so I just basically had to let him punch me in the ears, which is why I'm partially deaf right now. Um... The guy in the back handed the driver, who was a smaller guy, much smaller than the guy in the back, so the driver was probably, like, I don't know, 5'8", you know, uh, 150 pounds tops, you know, smaller guy, I fucking wish I could go one-on-one with him, either of them, really, but, um, not saying I'm a tough guy, but I'd just love that chance now, but, uh, anyways, so... The guy in the back handed the driver some... They looked like wire snippers or something. And they were threatening to cut my fingers off. So if I didn't give them anything, they would cut my fingers off. So I gave them my cards. I I had two credit cards, two debit cards. And they got the pin for me because, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm going to lose a bunch of money, but... um, I think my fingers are more valuable... So I did that, and um, the driver started swiping one of my cards into his terminal, and it wasn't working. And so the guy started in the back started choking me again, really fucking hard. And, um, and that's where I, like my martial arts instinct kicks in, and I just like grabbed his uh, hand that was uh, not the one across my neck, but the other one. I grabbed that and I, I tried pulling it away just to give me a little breathing room, and uh, I was like, "No, no!" It was like, I I got a, enough space to be able to talk and say, "No, that's my pin number. Like, it'll work." And it was, uh, for some reason, uh, the guy loosened up, and they kept trying the card, and then all of a sudden, um, we just kept driving again, and I was like, "Oh, fuck." Like, they are going to take me somewhere and, like, torture me or something. Because the pin, you know, didn't work. And and I I believe that's what they were going to do. But they came up to a red light or a stop sign or something. I don't really remember. Um, And I just jumped out of the car. The the fucking door was unlocked. Like, these guys are amateurs, thankfully. I wish I could have jumped out before I gave them my credit card information. But... Anyways, uh, yeah, I jumped out and, um, I just ran towards the bushes like there's, we're in a little community, so I ran towards, um, you know, just some people's houses, backyards, basically. And I was just hiding there. But I saw these guys drive off, but I I couldn't make out their plate because the guy in the back knocked my glasses off, so, you know, I knew the car, but I couldn't make out the plate. And, um, i was hiding out for a bit and then i finally found the confidence to just start walking again down the street and i was trying to stay to um roads that had stores like anything lit up just it just made me felt safer Uh, it might have been the wrong choice like maybe i should have stuck to the dark i'm not really sure but um it ended up that i i found my way back to the gated community where my my uh Resort was. Don't know how I made it there, but I did. And so I had to talk to the, the, you know, the security guards at the gate for a while. They didn't speak a fucking lick of English. And uh, you know, after maybe forty half an hour, forty-five minutes, they called a the cab for me. And that cab took me to my resort. And I told the cab, I'll pay you back, uh, you know, when I can. So he kept trying to come back and I eventually did find, you know, meet up with him and I, I paid him off. Because he helped me out, I guess. But I really just, I was trying to ask the security guards, like, please just let me walk to my resort. Like, we're in a community now, I'm safe. Like, you know, it's a 10 minute walk. just wanted to just get home and rest and heal up. So anyways, they got the cab for me, and, uh, went to the resort, and all's good, I had to tell a couple, you know, I had to tell, like, the doorman, and maybe a person at the counter, like, what happened, and, uh, they were pretty apathetic about it, (laughs) it's just, like, maybe it's just, like, common for them, I don't know, but, um... I Ended up sleeping it off, you know. I'd heal up, and uh, my mind is really fuzzy because, like, I've been taking a lot of shots over the years from martial arts, and this guy was just patting me in the ears, and it just totally threw off my equilibrium. And I just needed to go to bed and just, just rest. And then eventually, I, I got up and um, tried to find, you know, numbers for my banks to cancel my cards. Um, I wish I did that much sooner, but I just could not think clearly. Um, they ended up taking everything I had, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on my credit and, you know, student loan credits. Uh, they took everything. And, um, I fucking had a rental car <laughs> and the goddamn thing kept dying on me it's a beautiful car BMW M2 and I just, I rent nice cars when they go away just because I'm a car guy and you know, maybe I can't afford it but I just love cars this thing just kept dying on me in the streets it just kept it's an automatic, you know, with the paddle shifters but it kept going into neutral then I'd have to like restart the car and try and put it back into drive and it was a whole fiasco and every time I drove the car, I would hold up traffic, and they are all beeping at me. So I just decided not to drive it anymore. So I had that to do with, and, uh, So I was tr- trying to find the police station in this car that barely worked. And, uh, I didn't... Here's the other thing. I didn't have my phone on me. I forgot it like an idiot. I forgot it at home and I, so I didn't have it in Mexico on me at all, my buddy had a phone, but it fucking, it's ancient compared to, you know, phone terms, it's Jesus fucking 10 to 15 years old, so fucking barely work, couldn't use any apps on it properly, anyone I talk to, you know, they, I got such a rigmarole, like, This is where you have to go. This is where you have to go. I finally found a place. They told me, you have to go to this uh, ministerio publico, uh, you know, public minister, uh, ministry. So I went there and they were on holidays. The only place that I was told by several people, including uh, an information police station in the middle of the city. They told me to go here. So I went there, and, and they are fucking... The only place that you could report a crime was closed. They're on holidays. Who, who does that? Not not us. Not, not Canada. Not US. Not Great Britain. Not, not trying to name white countries. I've been, you know, almost 20 different countries. Many countries, most of them would not close down... You know, a police station for holidays, especially when a crime's been uh, committed. So that sucked. Uh, anyways, long story short, I got the hell out of there, flying home, and you know, had to leave the car in the parking lot because um, it just—I didn't trust it driving back, and I didn't want to, you know get murdered because people are honking at me i was in a very nervous state at this point so i left the car there i called the fucking rental car guy and i told him to come pick up the car for me he said okay just leave it with the front desk i tried to leave the keys with the front desk and they said no we don't accept front keys or uh, car keys rather and i was like what the fuck so I tried calling the, the rental car guy back and saying, you know, I was gonna tell him where I was gonna leave the keys, somewhere on the car, but he never picked up. So I don't know. I left the keys in this place. I told one person that I may have trusted, you know, where I left the keys and what to tell the rental car guy uh, when he comes. So I don't. I don't really know what happened to that rental car. Whatever. I hope they got it. Uh, I don't want to get a giant bill for a stolen BMW M2 It's the last thing I need right now Um, I'm not trying to Say people shouldn't go to Mexico It's a beautiful spot If you're on the resort, it's amazing If you're off-grid, just be careful Don't be an idiot like me Don't bring your wallet out You know and don't stay out after dark, those are the big three mistakes I made, and I'm a seasoned traveler, and I'm just very disappointed in myself, uh, I lost a lot of money, and um, yeah, I don't know, It's really my Mexico, well, there's a little more to it, my banks won't give me any money back, because I, I wasn't able to file a report there, But the reason I wasn't able to, as I said earlier, is because they're on holidays. They actually opened back up two days after I got back home. So um, I tried calling down there. They told me to email this certain, you know, they gave me an email to follow my report. I gave them detail, you know, every detail I could. And then they emailed me back saying, no, you have to be here to sign some documents and stamp some shit or whatever. I was like, well, then why did they tell me to email you? And so now I'm just like, "My I'm pretty sure my last line of defense is getting a notary and hoping that they'll email me some documents, which I'm sure they won't but if I've, if, you know, I lost a lot of money, if I have to get lawyers involved, I will, um, to an extent, obviously, um, but if that notary thing worked out, that'd be cool, but my banks are being dicks, and, um, I hate them, and I can't wait to switch, and there's my play Del Carmen Mexico story, um, Beautiful spot, my first two days were fantastic, you know, great, I met a lot of nice people, you know, girls and guys, um, obviously, girls were a little nicer, because, you know, whatever, it's friggin' Mexico, and they're gorgeous, um, the rest of my trip is pretty shitty, especially wheeling around my buddy with his broken foot, (laughs) he was just... both had it bad but uh you know i'm not deterring you from going to mexico just be careful stay on the resort if you go off grid then make sure it's daytime and don't get into any sketchy cabs don't let let people lure you into anything just you know don't have any credit cards on you and just cash is fine a little bit of cash someone steals your cash not a big deal um but yeah just you know just play it smart. Don't do like I did. So, anyways, that's there's my story. Uh, until next time. Um, hopefully, it's uh, a better one. And I will uh, talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.